Welcome back to The Answers Obvious, where you have the questions and we have the answers. This is episode 35, coming to you this Friday, May the 3rd, 2019. You know, people always be asking me questions all the time, like, Stevie G, what do we say to the God of death? I tell them the answer's obvious. Not today. Motherfucker. This is just one of the many questions we answer and discuss on Arya Stark's favorite podcast, The Answer's Obvious. With that being said, you can find out more about the questions we're answering, advice we're giving, and what we're discussing by subscribing to The Answer's Obvious in the iTunes podcast store. By subscribing, you'll be able to access all of our episodes, which we encourage you to listen to them all, as well as accessing our latest episode the moment it goes live. But if you're horrible at using the search feature, then you can just use the direct link, which is in the bio of my Instagram profile, at StevieGStevieG, and my pin tweet on Twitter, at TweetyGTweetyG, so please go mash that subscribe button. Also, please be sure to go follow our Instagram account at The Answers Obvious and also on Twitter at The Answers Obvious so we can do numbers on that bitch. And to follow up from a couple weeks ago, we are now on Spotify and everywhere else where you get your podcast from. So if Spotify is your thing, please go follow The Answers Obvious on Spotify. And of course, I'm joined tonight as always by the co-host with the co-most... You can follow her on the gram at Rachface Yo. Listeners of the greatest small podcast Nashville has to offer, I present to you, Rachel Young. What is good? <laughs> Did you miss me? Oh my God, you made me do two hours with Sizzle. <laughs> Whatever. You hang out with Sizzle more than you hang out with me, so. I'm surprised it didn't get as heated as it normally gets <laughs> uh, with. He's being recorded. That's why. <laughs> Sizzle knew it was on wax. <laughs> First thing I said was, does Nikita know that you're here right now? <laughs> did she? <laughs> she did. She was cool with it. And, of oh, course, man. he shouted out Ankita, as he should. Because <laughs> if he didn't, he would have been sleeping on the couch that night. Oh, man. Ain't that right, Sizzle? But it's great to have you back, Rachel. Thanks. Feels good to be back. Um, do you have any shout-outs or blasts? Oh, I'm going first tonight. Yes, I have, I have a shout-out. And I'll preface this by saying that this podcast is recorded earlier on in the week because by the time you hear this, I will be in Philadelphia celebrating the marriage of my friends Harry and Hope. So shout out to Harry and Hope getting married this weekend. May the 4th be with you. Cue the applause. Oh, I can can get that in there. (laughs) Damn it, now I got to find a damn soundbite. But yeah, so excited. For this wedding, uh, Harry's my best friend for a long time, and and uh, when Hope came into the picture, she she fit in great. So she is a direct extension <laughs> of my best friend, and I love Hope very much. So it's going to be an awesome weekend, and y'all know we can't leave y'all hanging like that without giving you an episode. So Rachel and I are taking time out of our busy schedules. We planned ahead. We didn't plan ahead last week. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we, we kind of did. We were initially going to get hope yeah. on that episode, but then but then given, you know. My cray sketch. Cray, yeah, cray sketch <laughs> with the NFL draft. And, uh, and, and, of course, you know, hope getting prepared for wedding festivities the week before. Not to mention Harry and Hope moved. Uh, they bought a house and moved last weekend, so they've been unpacking. and doing, Had a lot going on. Hope is for sure a bride chilla. You know what that is? Oh, yeah. She's a bride chilla, <laughs> and Harry is a groomzilla. Groomzilla! 
okay, Harry. It's your special day. You can be a <laughs> bitch if you want to. <laughs> Shout out to Harry for not making us rent tuxes. He was like, yo, bring your own tux. And I was like, fuck nice. yeah, man. Sucks if you didn't have one, though. Oh, right? <laughs> Did everyone have one? I think at this point, everyone has, has one. I think, I think if you're in your late 20s, unless you plan on, like, losing a bunch of weight or gaining a bunch of weight, <laughs> getting that dad bod going on, uh, every man should should own a tuxedo. It's uh, It never goes out of style, and I guarantee at this age, at this point in your life, you'll have a reason or an occasion to wear one at least once a year. So, Yeah. You're going through that period of your life where all your friends are getting married. Like, just that just happened to me. <laughs> but not me, bitch. <laughs> I'm going to be the godfather of all their children. In 10 years, they'll hit you back for your wedding. Right. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm looking, you know, none of them, a few of them are having kids, but I'm excited to be the godfather because I'm going to be the one that, you know, just like, Gives them money all the time when I see them and, you know, like, put my finger over my mouth. You'll give them, like, Bitcoin instead of actual money. Yeah, right. Or rolled up quarters. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that'll be good. What about you? Do you have any shout-outs? My shout-out is to Bulletfoot Sizzle, which... I've never heard him be referred to as Bullet Foot Sizzle, but that's my new favorite nickname for him. Sizzle, thank you for filling in for me last week. You did a good job, but not good enough to take my job. So, Yeah, what Sizzle didn't know, which we can explain now, is that we were actually uh, looking for a third co-host. And it was a, <laughs> it was a trial interview that Sizzle didn't know he was being interviewed. And though we may bring him on again, because I think that I think uh, I went soft on him. I think that it would be a different dynamic with him in the room with Rachel Basio. Oh, yeah. Because no one's fucking safe. No one's safe when Rachel's around. Y'all know this. But uh, funny story. So bullet foot sizzle. We all know the story of how Mickey got shot in the foot and, and all of that. And, you know, I think episode eight was called Mickey the Foot, where we had him on originally. <laughs> but one of my favorite movies of all time is ne- is on Netflix during this season. I don't know how often they put stuff up, take stuff down, but one of my favorite movies is Snatch by Guy Ritchie. He did, um, what is it, Lock, Stock, Two Smoking Barrels, and he, he did the King Arthur one, but Snatch is great. And I love Snatch because it's all British actors. It's a British film, and I love that kind of humor. I love the way he shoots and directs. But uh, Vinnie Jones, if you ever saw Eurotrip, did you see Eurotrip? Yeah. You know the crazy... Uh, crazy football gang that they ran into. Manchester United, the greatest football team in the world. <laughs> and he's a leader of that gang, and he takes, like, two beer bottles and, like, opens them with his eyes. And all that. Oh, my God. So that's Vinnie Jones. That's extreme. So Vinnie Jones is in – he's in uh, Guy Ritchie's first film, uh, Lock, Stock, Two Smoking Barrels, and he's in, he's in uh, Snatch, and his character name is Bullet Tooth Tony <laughs> on account that he got shot, like – Several times, and uh, his jeweler turned one of his because he got shot in the face. He turned like a couple of his teeth into uh, replace his teeth with like the bullets and jewelry and all of that. So he goes by bullet bullet tooth Tony. And I had watched that last week, and <laughs> it just came to me as I was making the run. I was like, bullet foot sizzle. <laughs> bullet foot sizzle. Oh my gosh! Did you already say your blast? Uh, no, but I will. I will. I will gladly say it. If you can't tell, my 
my voice may sound a little different because I've been battling this goddamn pollen and fluctuating temperature in Nashville that's gotten me a little under the weather. It was so windy this weekend, too. I bet that that made it so much worse. Ever since you put the wind, the downtown Nashville wind on blast, I have every time I step outside oh, and fuck. it's windy, I'm cursing the wind in your name. Mother nature is... Pissed. Yeah, and then I mean it was it was great outside on we on Friday. We were lucky with how nice the weather was. Sure, absolutely. It still fluctuated because like Thursday, the first round one of the draft, it right when they when the commissioner came on stage and everyone booed and they announced the first draft pick, it was raining. They and booed. It, oh, that, that's a tradition. When Roger Goodell gets up there, everyone boos. It's Aww. just a thing. Yeah, it's great. He's an asshole. He, he makes a lot well, of money. Fuck him then. Right, exactly. <laughs> Can you imagine getting on stage and the thing being everyone boos your ass? It's just, it, it's like that, that in the NBA. Suck. Yeah, it's, <laughs> he makes good money. But well, he, if I was rich as fuck, I guess I wouldn't care if I, people booed me. Of course Lonely not. Lonely at the top, motherfuckers. Yeah, so it's the commissioner's job to enforce, you know, disciplinary actions amongst mm. players that, I don't know, drag their spouse into an elevator and beat the shit out of them. Well, yeah. And, and to, and to, you know, it, it, anyways, it's it, it's it's a he gets paid a lot of money, and t for him to be the the person that the thirty two owners of the NFL hire to delegate everything, like come on, man, you're protecting the brand. We all know that shit happens. I mean, the owner of the Patriots got caught in that Chinese massage. Tr wait, parlor wait, 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 wait. What do you mean by shit happens, though? I'm saying that like shit happens. Shit happens in the NFL, and because they pr they are so protective of the brand because it's it's football, it's a it's for the kids, it's fan all of that. They protect it, their image so well. So like they're they're not about scandals or anything. So when there is a scandal, they're supposed to drop the hammer hard. Oh, so, okay. So for example, they should drop the fucking hammer hard. So. So in some cases they do, and in some cases they don't, and it's like, come it on, man, consistent. it should be consistent. So, anyways, I'm I'm going off on a tangent, you but are. like I remember Friday night, back to the pollen and yeah, temperature for real. <laughs> should put Roger Goodell on blast yeah, too. Fuck yeah, fuck you, dude. And um, but but I remember Friday. You know, we went down to the draft for a little bit, which we'll get into here in a little bit. But it was so nice out, but it was windy. But later that night, it dropped like 20 degrees and. And, you know, it's it, it got your boy a little sick to the point where I had to move my flight from Wednesday where I was originally going to go to Philly. So you're listening to this Friday. We're recording this Tuesday. So tomorrow I was going to go, but I kicked it back to Friday. So we actually could have recorded this on Thursday. Uh, -uh, but then Rachel, yeah, but then Rachel and I talk because Rachel will also be out of town. Um, but, yeah, this this pollen and this this temp and the wind and everything is you know, Germex is my friend right now, and I've already gone through a box of puffs uh, today. <laughs> puffs. What about you? Do you have any blasts? I'm blasting myself for missing Herring Hope's wedding for work. This is like the worst time of year for me because we have four events back to back to back. Damn, the draft. What else is the NFL having you guys do? Uh, Bill Street Music Fest. It's crazy. Man, they, don't, they don't even have a team in Memphis. That's crazy. NFL going to all sorts of links to get fans in. Uh, I laughed really hard when I heard that part. It was great because everyone listening, they're like, I would never work for the fucking NFL. Wait a minute. Does Rachel work for the Does she not? You will be missed. 
and it will and it will suck to uh, not have I'm you. So uh, sad. I'm missing it. On the dance floor, cutting a rug. That's where I shine. It is Jason's wedding. You were getting down. <laughs> Rachel's got the moves, y'all. If y'all didn't know. That's like one of my favorite things to do. We were one time at work. We do these like uh, stand ups, or this was when I was on the support team. And it, in the beginning, they were kind of like brain break type things. And we do like um, icebreakers. And then they kind of change to like important updates on like, Boo. you know. But um, one time it was like, what, what do you like to do for fun? Something more creative than that question. But I was like, I like to dance. And one girl was like, oh, like what type of dance do you do and I'm like at the club like I don't mean like any sort of like professional like dance salsa ballroom dance nah I guess technically hip hop and twerking and maybe a little bit of crump crump it you paint your that's face up. That's called. I couldn't even say it. That's um, what it's called, right? Yeah, you remember that where you where they like paint their face and they crumping. Wow, I haven't heard you you brought me oh back to gosh. 2009. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah, so no uh, crumping this weekend for Rachel. Yeah, well, I guess I'll be doing it in Memphis, not in Philadelphia. There so. you go. That'll be fun. So, what what are you doing uh, in in Memphis? You're you're leaving. You're leaving Thursday. Leaving right? Thursday. Okay. Got to take Sassy to her grandparents because <laughs> uh, her uncle Oren will be at the wedding. Of course. Uh, and then I'm going to Beale Street Music Fest and come back on Monday. Nice. Oh, that's. Uh, I'm already gonna see Cardi B at Hangout, but should I also see her at Beale Street Music Fest? I think I should. No doubt, absolutely. <laughs> the lineup is really hilarious. Let me read off. Yeah, pull it up real quick. I'm gonna share a little information that I will be I will be uh, sharing a room with Bulletfoot Sizzle and <laughs> and Oren, along with uh, producer Phil. So. Oh, so I wish I was in that hotel whole, room. The whole gang, and uh, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be fun because I'm just gonna. I'm just going to troll everybody there the whole time. Uh, that's what you do all the time. So uh, no one will be. Uh, <laughs> everyone's expecting it. Okay. So it's Dave Matthews Band, which like, when's the last time they put out music? Watch it be like recently. I, I actually think he put out. Hey, hold up. I think uh, there's a new <laughs> single out. But but continue. How long have they been a motherfucking band? Because it, At least 45 years. That's insane. They all look old as fuck in this photo, too. The Killers, which they're like a festival staple at this point. Of course. Cardi B. Khalid. So do you say Khalid or is it? It's Khalid. DJ Khalid. DJ like Khalid, DJ. Khalid okay. That's and Khalid. Khalid is blowing the fuck up. He's so fucking good. I love Khalid. Uh, He's a youngin, too. He's like 20 years old, right? He's very young. Um, That song, My Bad, that he has out right now, I fucking love it. uh, G-Eazy, which I know he's a favorite of yours, right? He's good live. Shinedown. Shinedown. Remember that, uh, what song did they have? Shinedown. I'm not sure if I'm familiar. You looking it up? It's they had this song that was really popular. Oh shit! I Looks like Second Chance is their most streamed song on Spotify. Holy shit! They have like they're up in the tens of millions of streams. Second Chance has ninety five like million streams. Very first song they had though. You know I'm I'm really not familiar with them. You know this one song. Everyone that's listening is frustrated with you right now. I mean now. I really. I really don't think I know 
the song. Okay, it was a simple wait, Simple Man, which is a cover. Ah, uh, okay. It, it's like the rock version of yeah. Simple Man. Okay. Which who originally did that song? Skinner. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I thought Shine Down was hilarious. Flog and Molly. Nice. Um, Lil Dicky's gonna be there. Oh man. Big boy who I recently saw. Good Charlotte. Oh God. Simple plan. Jesus, is this the warp tour? I don't know. Um, what are Everclear? Oh, hell yeah. Isn't that hilarious? So I'm actually really excited to see. Well, and then they've got some other uh St. Paul and the Broken Bones are gonna be there. Always good. Um, churches. Um Rainbow Kitten Surprise. That's a good one. Yeah, they it's a pretty good lineup. Some throwbacks for sure. You know, they Bill Street Music Festival never disappoints. Uh, their lineups are are great every year, and I'm just like, you know, I, I just can never. I, I went like in, I think I went in 2014 or I went in 2015. I can't remember, but it was for a great time. Growing up in Jackson, I never went until I had to work it last year. For real? Yeah. <laughs> well, good. Glad you got to experience Two it as an adult, though. Yeah. yeah, that's what's up. And totally sober. Oh God, <laughs> not this year. Which, like, love you, Post Malone, but not a very good show live. Nah, he's not. You gotta love him though. But if you're new to the answers, obvious. Here's how we do the damn thing: we break each topic of the show down into segments, which you can find listed in the description of the episode. You'll also be able to know when each segment begins because we're going to put a time cue next to each segment listed. This way you can see what you're getting into, skip the boring shit, or if you only have time for one or two segments at a time, you'll be able to listen to it and revisit the rest later. We make it convenient. Like I said in previous episodes on Spotify now, if you look down in the description next to the time cue, uh, it's there will actually be a – they turned it into a link. So when you click on it, it will bring you right to where I say – what a time to be alive. Next segment. <laughs> awesome show tonight, as per usual. Shall we get into it? Let's do it. First segment, NFL Draft Weekend. Wah, 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 wah. That's my <laughs> <laughs> What a weekend. Holy shit. <laughs> Estimated 600,000 people in Nashville That's attending the draft. Fucking crazy. Not to mention Jimmy Buffett concert going on downtown. Not to mention the rock and roll marathon and 5K and whatever the fuck else was happening. Um, it's crazy. Yeah, bunch of shit. They they posted uh, this stat that when they showed 600,000 from Philly, Dallas, and New York, I think it was the most was like they showed 200,000, 225, and 270. So essentially... The Nashville draft was almost more people than the th other three draft draft attend attendances combined. Really? And for those who listen to this podcast that do not live in Nashville, or those who are in Nashville that didn't make it down to the draft, what a fucking sight! Now it was it was chaos, but I think that the NFL. And the city of Nashville did an amazing job I think so too. of managing it. It was organized. Well, and I feel like people downtown, because especially honestly, so they uh, did the road closures like leading up. So they did it in like different segments. Yes. And traffic was worse in the beginning. Towards the week of, everyone that wasn't like a tourist destination worked from home. Yeah. So traffic really wasn't that bad. I don't know how it was. 
like the Thursday, Friday, Saturday this in terms of like empty. ride share. But yeah, it, I thought it went pretty smooth. I think so. And <laughs> I thought it was cool because if you wanted to be down in the nitty gritty, shoulder to shoulder to people, you could be. If you wanted to have your own hula hoop space to breathe, you could. There was. You didn't want to be nut to butt with someone else. <laughs> Pole to pole or hole to hole <laughs> or pole to hole. Pole to <laughs> hole. Um, it, it, was, uh. it was great. So, so Thursday um, around late afternoon, we had a little draft party up here, which was great. because That's really smart. Yeah, because we could see it. We could see the stage and all of that. That's and cool. There's about a 30-second delay. I wish I could have come. Yeah, it sucked that you had to twerk the whole twerk. time. <laughs> But we had um, we streamed it from the TVs and the computer monitors, and we had at one point we had about twenty people up here. That's fun. In different jerseys, you know, we had Titans, uh, Atlanta Falcons, we had Seattle Seahawks, Pittsburgh Steelers, Oakland Raiders. I mean, we Kansas City Chiefs. We had New England Patriots. We had a bunch of teams, and I thought that was cool because when we went down there, you know, it's not like going to a game where you have two teams and mm-hmm. it's like, oh, we hate you because you're the rival team mm-hmm. and we have a rival history or, yeah, we we don't really play each other that often, but we're going to kick your ass. or <laughs> that That's me being a fan right there. But it was cool because you had just a, a sea of different colors of all the teams in jerseys and polos and shirts, and that was cool. And everybody was here having a great time. And I thought it was crazy when they released – the arrest numbers, it was like, I don't even think it got up to double digits. Most were public in talks from people who just got too fucked up. Nashville likes to party. We do. We know how to throw a party. We know how to party. And I think there was there was one on Friday or Saturday of a, of a disorderly conduct where a guy threw a beer bottle off of a balcony, and they got on him quick. Yeah, fuck that guy. But I think that because of how expensive this weekend is – Th- these are the fans that, unless you're close by, these are the fans that have money that are coming into town for this, especially if they're bringing their kids or family or something or making a, a guy's weekend or a gal's weekend out of it. Speaking of gal's weekend, we'll get into that in a minute. <laughs> but everybody realized, hey, we're here. We're spending a lot of fucking money on flights, rideshare, uh, $8 tall boys down on Broadway, and, of course, just you know hotels, Airbnbs, and all of that. But it was dope. Like down on Broadway was really cool, and then going across the river to the to the actual NFL draft experience where fan zone that was fucking sick. Did you uh, run a forty against a so pro? I went out there and I I'm at that age now where I see things. I'm like, oh, let's go check that out. And I go over there and I see the line, and I'm like. Well, I'll just watch it instead. And I'm like, I'm good. And I'm just so thankful I don't have a child to where I have to stand in line for all this shit. So it was cool to see people do, like, the diving catch into the foam pit, run the 40, kick the field goal, do all that. Um, I thought, you know, living in the Instagram age, it was really cool because down in the parking lots, they had – they had photo ops set up. So if you wanted to take pictures with like the Titans cheerleaders, they had this stand that was propped up where they have have like half a dozen cheerleaders there. And you would take the, from where you would stand, take the picture. You had like all of Nashville in the background. It made for a great photo op. And that's cool. They thought about every little detail. They did. And that, that's the thing. That's like why it's a love hate relationship with the NFL, because we're talking about 
rich ass wealthy billionaire owners that you know they care about money and and you know just suck in the the lower class and middle class and working class drive for their experience and all of that but they do a great job at putting on events and and coordinating it and so it was cool so like you could go down there and they had exhibits of like they had an area that was all the locker rooms so you would have like the AFC South locker room area where you would have like the Titans, Jags, Texans, and Colts. Um, they would have like a locker uh, in in like glass in encased of a player from each team, so you could see what their locker looks like. Jesus. They had the Super Bowl ring exhibit where you could see all the Super Bowl rings from the last you know fifty. I can't remember what year we're on now. Fifty two, fifty three, whatever. So you could see all the rings. Which is really dope. That is cool. Um, and then, of course, they. You God, get, that's a lot of shit. You could get your picture taken with the Vince Lombardi Super Bowl trophy. Uh, they also had an area along one of the walk. Well, too close to the mic. <laughs> <laughs> um, along the walkway there, they had a giant like football helmet from every team, so you get a picture with all yeah. of that. They had these. They had these like mannequin things that were like hollow on the backside, so you could step up on it and like lean into it and it would be you know the jersey and uniform of the player and of course they had all the different meet and greets and autograph opportunities there was one that i wish you were there with me for they had they had this thing where you could sit behind a press desk and they start the clip by saying like like hey welcome back we're we're here down in Nashville with the NFL draft. Let's uh, let's swing it over to our guys down in Nashville. What's going on? And you had 30 seconds, and they recorded it at like with the microphones Stop, impressed. Stop! That's hilarious. And, and you can do that. So so that was cool. And so uh, we talked about this. We talked Man, about it'd this. It'd be so with, fun to plan something like that. Uh, you know, it, and I wish that I wish that I I spent the entire Saturday doing it. And you know, I got sick, and part of it was I didn't want to go down. But the NFL. Um, the, the app, the fan mobile pass, it, incredible. So I think it, I talked about this with Mickey and, and uh, when, you, when you catch up, because I know that you listen to, listen to part of it. See, mm -hmm. Rachel does it too. She listens to what she can, and then she <laughs> goes back to the time cues. Even for my own podcast. Right? <laughs> so there's this cool thing where you go to each exhibit, and they have a QR code that you can scan. And when you scan it, it... it it like fills in a badge on this section of the app. So there's like 30 something stations you could go to. So get a picture with the cheerleaders, scan it, you're there. Get a picture with the Lombardi trophy. And so all the pictures, so like if you want a picture, it goes to your app, which is cool. So everything's there and of course you can download it. So, so the cool thing is once you do the little, uh, the press thing, it sends it to the app. So I ran into one of my fraternity brothers, uh, Chris Davis and Nick Koloski, and Chris uh, is a news reporter up in St. Louis. Oh, and shit. so he and Nick did it, <laughs> and, and they did it in, in one take, and it was brilliant. And Chris was great because Chris is a fucking reporter, and he interviews people and, and did an amazing job. That's awesome. And so he, he asked Nick like who, who he was excited uh, for the Titans drafting, and Nick gave him an answer. And Chris said, because you only get 30 seconds to do it, Chris goes, and Nick, I want to ask you real quick, bird or lime? And, <laughs> and then once Nick said, bird all day, and uh, Chris says, uh, you heard it here first, folks. And, uh, and, and now back to you guys. And then time. And the guys that were filming it were like, holy shit, did you just kick it back? 
Have you done this before? <laughs> so that that was fun. That That's was fun so to funny. watch. And uh, that'd be hilarious to be the people filming that. Oh yeah. Especially like hammered people over there. <laughs> Absolutely. So I was like, oh, this would have been great for Rachel and I to get a get an answers obvious off. I would on have been here. like, sports. <laughs> yeah. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> Fuck you, NFL. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then I'd take a knee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's man. great. Missed opportunity. <laughs> I know, right? So, yeah, we could have done that. Um, <laughs> the food down there was great. So, again, part of this, the hosting city is you don't just get a bunch of, like, chain bullshit down here. It was local local food, so you had, like, the no-baked cookie dough place. Oh, my God. That shit is so good. Arnold's uh, Country Kitchen. Someone three. sent me for my birthday once a little, like, sample pack. What a good birthday delicious. present. Delicious. Fucking delicious. But, they, you know, they had the taste of Nashville down there. So I, I saw somebody walk away with a giant fucking turkey leg, and I was like, <laughs> I want that. Oh, my gosh. Did you ever make your pledges do the turkey leg challenge in, at MTSU? No, what's that? I dated an SAE in college, and uh, whenever a pledge would pick us up from gyms, we would go to uh, Dodges. Dodges. And they, the pledge would have to get a turkey leg, and they had to eat it before we got back to the SAE house. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's doable. That's a challenge, Is though. It? While you're driving? Oh, that's not safe. <laughs> we don't. This podcast does not condone hazing. We are a non-hazing <laughs> podcast. <laughs> oh, if man. the pledge was in here or an intern was in here, he'd be like, oh, we're going to go off mic real quick. <laughs> but yeah, so the, you know, and, and the food was reasonably priced. I mean, you're going down there expecting to spend some fucking money yeah. and all that. But but it was it was an awesome experience. And. Just the people watching alone was great, you know? I thought that was a lot of fun. And the crowd was just in such a great mood the whole time. And the weather, I mean, I know we were knocking on the weather for a minute, but Friday and Saturday were fucking beautiful. You couldn't have I asked mean, for anything like better. I mean, we've actually had a real spring for a little bit. We have. It's nuts. It's usually spring is like two weeks, and then it's just hot as hot fuck. Hot as fuck. I feel like we're about to get in We. That. It's around the corner, but you're right. Spring has... Spring has uh, done us well so far. <laughs> Some may say it has sprung. Are you sprung on spring? Uh, eh. I like spring more than, I guess, summer. But yeah. The, my allergies just get real fucked up whenever spring sprung. True that. <laughs> True that. Um, tell me more about your sign. Oh, yes. The infamous sign. I can't lie. When I first saw it, I was like super cringe. I... I know. And I, I understand I, I the. I understand the reference, and fuck those people that those people that show up at every event with God hates blank 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 blank. Sure. But I hear it went. Uh, would you say viral or probably micro viral? Micro viral. Micro vi. <laughs> oh God! I got a sneeze coming on. Tell me something so it'll all distract. Oh, uh, what are you supposed to do? Look at the light, or does know. that make you sneeze? Hey, that was a little bitch sneeze. <laughs> Rude. I'll sneeze in your direction next time. So the sign. So for for those who know football and uh, 
apologies in advance for mansplaining this to Rachel. But the Jacksonville Jaguars are in the same division as the Titans, meaning that since for a very long time, we play them twice a year. So they're in our division. They're a rival, along with the Houston Texans and the Indianapolis Colts. So it is our duty to hate on our rival teams. So, of course, going off of the play on play on words there, which is a very bad word, and Rachel and I were discussing earlier that very few words make us cringe. That word makes us cringe. It, like, makes my heart stop. Yeah, it's, it's a long... It's just, like, very hateful. It's very hateful. It's up there with the N-word. It's up there with some Jewish slurs uh, that... I mean, any slur that make... That is, you know... Yeah. It's up there. It's just a, <laughs> it's just a bad word. Like, some people it don't... Some word. people don't like the word cunt. And, and I'm sure that has this... The, how the word cunt has an effect on people, that's how that word... Has an effect on it's us. It's like easily exponentially worse than the word cunt. Without a doubt. So anyways, you know, Phil Phil and I had this idea to make this sign because we, of course. we knew that that those people who who protest every event just to get a rise out those of people. Those Christians that protest. Right. <laughs> we knew they were going to be down there. But also we knew that people would get a fucking kick out of the sign. What do- denomination would you say those people are? Uh, non-Christian. <laughs> yeah, they're they are domestic terrorists in in my book. I agree. They they are they are spouting hate. They are trying to incite, uh, I- incite. Oh, what's the word? Just uh, aggravation and and entice. Violence, yeah, like that's what they're trying to do. They want they want so, they want people to get pissed. They want someone to to break. They were at Pride, right? By oh, our of course. Booth. They want someone to hit them so then they can sue them and then sue the city because and be like, look, these people are violent. Exactly. That's that's what. <laughs> that's Don't what start they do. none. Won't be none. Right. Right. And see, one day, and I know this is not a very, you know, a very Christian Jewish godly whatever spiritual peaceful i'll just say peaceful thing to do but one day because there was only one cop standing next to them and there's usually just one or two you know if people show out in numbers and just give them a big old stomping they can't get everybody yeah you know <laughs> and and like, one day some people just need to get their ass beat they do they do and and you know Sometimes, and, and this this is me just being me. Like I I know where I'm going, where I die. Let me let me let me tell you, it's it's awfully warm Purgatory. there. Purgatory. Yeah. <laughs> I'll I'll get a tan where I'm going. <laughs> but sometimes I wish people would just beat these people senseless to where they don't have the pleasure of of vocalizing. You their just beliefs need to bring again. a megaphone and just do that little siren the whole time, right. so no one can even hear them. Or so, a hand horn. Or yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we so we we made that sign that said God hates Jags, and we had a picture of the Jacksonville Jaguars logo, and then this little picture of like a Greek god with a with a looking angry with a thunderbolt in a lightning bolt in his hand, like looking at the jaguar. And so we started parading down Broadway with it, and the looks we got were great. People were were laughing, they were wanting to take pictures, they were pointing, it was it was awesome. So we take it across the river and we would post up in front of different Jacksonville Jaguar exhibits and people would come by and they would 
take pictures. I can't, I can't lie, Rachel. Hundreds of pictures were taken of Phil and myself with this sign. Oh my god! It was great. Just, just the, the number of points and laughs that we got was awesome. <laughs> and so when we came back, that's like way too much attention gives me anxiety. Right, and of course <laughs> I had on a Titans polo too, so pe- people get it. Like they understand the reference and, and all of that. And as long as people get the reference, exactly. And so we 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 walk back because we're making our way back to the office because I had to I had to teach boxing later that night and it looks like ESPN was broadcasting from from like the Second Avenue Broadway area where like behind them is the stage and everything so they were going live and so people were cheering and holding up their signs and I found three Jacksonville Jaguars fans that had the flag and signs and banners and all that so I stood right beside them and and you know was trolling them and it was it was a good time got you know we got a picture afterwards and they were great sports and and all of that and then as I'm I'm walking across Broadway I see the signs and I see a crowd of people around them and they're of course just upset and booing and and these people are just spouting a bunch of hateful bullshit like do they ever have people that are like yeah what they said like any event i ever go to none it's a shit ton of people against them yelling at them and booing them there was literally one guy there that it takes a special fucked up person to be able to like tolerate that sure yeah and and i'd be scared this one guy that was standing there like holding one of the signs he had sunglasses on a bucket hat on and like and like headphones in his ears like he was not even even listening he was just there holding a sign so who knows? Maybe they are the ultimate trolls. Maybe we can learn from them They're for the our trolling trolls. efforts. So I saw that everybody, there were dozens of people around them that were just very disgruntled, very upset. And I was like, all right, I know th- this is this is my calling right here. <laughs> and I walked up right behind those guys, like inches away, and I just held the sign up and started waving it back and forth. And you just hear the laughter and the applause and it was great. And then I turned around and held it the other way. I'm standing right in front of them. And that's where, like, hundreds of flicks got got off. Like, it was... A bunch of flicks, flicks. got <laughs> Yeah, it was... Oh, my gosh. It, it, was, it was a great opportunity. And then, and then, of course, it slowly started making its way around social media, some big sports Twitter accounts, Instagram accounts. That's it, pretty crazy. It was on, like, one of the front pages You've of Reddit. It. Yeah. This is Stevie's equivalent of making it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a meme. I'm a meme. But I got to give credit to Phil because Phil was like, we're doing this. When Bert was on his way to the office, Phil was like, Bert, get some signs. And Phil was like, all right, how are we going to do this? I said, dude, if we're going to do this, we got to do it right. So we printed off the letters and we cut out the letters That's and glued it. Like hilarious. We wanted to make it look good, but we also wanted you to know, make it look. The next time you do this, you can buy sticker letters. That's how I made my for real for the women's march. Well, I will. Uh, I should have hit you up about this <laughs> without details. Like uh, Rachel, I'm making a sign with letters. Uh, I'm not gonna yeah, tell you what it yeah, says. Yeah, don't tell me what it says. I would have been like, absolutely not, not helping you. But we walked around <laughs> with the glue stick on us. You know, we kept that glue stick on me, and Just in case. because it was windy as fuck, and like I had to hey, touch up. Hey, you had up. the sticker letters. You wouldn't have to worry about so it. So true, but it was great, and. uh 
I don't know. Maybe maybe by the time this airs, I say this all the time. Maybe by the time this airs, I may have gotten an Instagram off. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe it's sitting there in the drafts, ready to fire at the right uh, time. No but one it, gives a shit about if you post or not. No, I know. <laughs> I do. Which is why I don't post. I don't give a shit. But it, it was great. Any, anything I can do to contribute to the good time of others, but also... And the trolling and, of and, some and the fucking trolling, assholes. Yes. The trolling at, I'm at down the for bad that times. as well. Speaking of bad times oh during the draft, God. who had some bad times during the draft? Bachelorette parties. Oh, man. And specifically ones that literally had no idea the draft was going to be in town. Uh, Becky and... Uh, what, we, what are we calling I her? can't remember. Oh, is that not her literal name? I don't know. I just... They <laughs> went viral. I... Okay. So, number one, how the fuck do you plan a trip and not see what's happening in that city if you want to be a part of it? I am flabbergasted. Number two, if it was going to happen to anyone in our group, I would probably miss that the NFL draft was going somewhere. But I would never be on the news. Like, how humiliating. They literally did that to themselves. Yeah. Like, they're a laughing joke meme viral. They made themselves look so much worse. And they did. Instead of being like, yeah, you know. They were just like, uh, the draft happens every year, but my wedding happens once. Yeah, it ha <laughs> it's literally been in New York forever, and then it's been oh in Philly. Oh, my gosh. It's been in Philly, and it's been in Dallas, and that's that's it, I think. Humiliating. So it's like. Well, it's like, what? What could they have not done? Like, I mean, yeah, Broadway, but they still could have gone to Broadway. It's the attention. They wanted all the attention to be on oh them. Oh, my gosh. And that's what it is. And see, how I think that they made it worse on themselves is during that interview, they could have been like, yeah, it sucks. We didn't plan this, but, you know, we're still going to have fun. But For sure. They just look like whiny, stupid bitches. Yeah. And, and they're like, Our, my husband's going to pay for this. He's not going to be watching any football all season. Yeah, what the fuck is that? And then in the comments and the retweets, it's like, yo, pr pray for this man. Pray, pray for this, th these husbands. I like yeah. the bachelorette uh, parties that were like, we also didn't know that the draft was in town, but we're all football fans. So it actually added right? to it. Yeah, that's incredible. <laughs> but but I see that, like, you know, this when they, they announced this draft uh, maybe a year ago, maybe 10 months ago. I can't. I, I don't see, like, that far in advance. I, I, it makes sense that people wouldn't know about it then. But, like, when you're actually booking stuff, looking for stuff to do, I don't see how you missed it. Do you ever, before you travel to a city, before you go, do you ever Google what's happening in blank city? Yeah. This, same here. Every fucking time. Or, like, uh, honestly, a lot of places that we've traveled have been for a specific event. So Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I've, I've, part of me feels bad for them that, like, you know, yeah, so, sorry you didn't get to experience it. But at the same time, like, you could have made the best out of an incredible really situation. Yeah. <laughs> it was fucking awesome. Oh like, everyone was in such a good mood. Well, it was funny. Like, there were some people coming up to the location that I was working, and I was, like, really far away from the actual, like, Madness. draft. Yeah, so I feel like I had a totally different experience. But um, people would ask, like, what is there stuff that we need to, like, see? And I'm like, my go-to is Broadway for, like, all tourists. Sure. So, like, you've already seen that, or you're trying to avoid it, so I don't know where to tell you to go. You're, you can't <laughs> avoid it. Not during this weekend, like... 
go to a park. Like, what, what do you want to do? <laughs> that's actually where they went. I told them to take their scooters to Centennial Park. Okay, that's good. That I mean, I went I went to the park at Catch one point. Catch some Pokemon. Yeah, that's what I did. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, I mean, what were they thinking when they booked the Airbnb or, or hotels where prices were just ridiculous and flights were ridiculous? I mean, they probably just, like, assumed that's what the Nashville prices were, right? I don't know. That's... You know, it's it was so hilarious. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> I would I wouldn't ever want to be interviewed on the news anyways, let alone for something that I was upset about. Oh yeah. You're just like, I don't know, with how things go viral these days, I'm not you, taking any chances. You could be made a meme like that. <laughs> really just could. like those broads. <laughs> oh, those broads. Uh, Becky. <laughs> Yeah, I would say the NFL draft weekend was a major success. And, you know, I think that – so th this is what we have coming up soon. The World Cup in a few years, the U.S. and Canada and North America. I can't remember the number of games – excuse me, matches. But the U.S. will get majority of them. U.S. and Ca uh, Canada and Mexico will get some. But there will be certain cities where – different rounds of the World Cup will be played, and Nashville's one of the prospective cities oh, for shit. it. Oh, shit. So if you, if the way we handled that, imagine it for like a World Cup where you have all different, you know, nationalities coming mm -hmm. in, and now it's, you know, soccer um, fans. I actually went to a meeting uh, for the, uh, what are they called? It's like the, the, the acronym is CBC, but I don't know what it stands for. It's like the Nashville Tourism okay, yeah. Visit Nashville. I went to a meeting um, at the beginning of the year just to, like, have some presence. Like, we always go to those meetings. And they were talking about how, like, since the election, um, tourism to the U.S. has, like, drastically, it's, like, not as popping as it used to be. But You're people, not welcome here. People are still traveling to the south, to Nashville. Like, it hasn't affected travel in the south, which I think is interesting because it's, I guess, like, people, they were saying that people who were coming for, like, the second time obviously weren't going to go to, like, the bigger cities, but they'll go to somewhere like Nashville. Okay, makes sense. Um, so, yeah, people have been traveling from all over to Nashville a lot more recently anyways, so it's just, like, more people are coming. I love it. I didn't realize that, that, like, we had, like, a, a I don't know. I, I thought it was mostly people just traveling, like, within the country, not sure. from, like, out of the country. I mean, I didn't. Re I didn't realize it either. I mean, I think that's. I think that's awesome. And there's one thing that we've proven time and time again is Nashville knows how to fucking party. <laughs> so bring on the World Cup. And we've got uh, Southern hospitality. Oh yeah. <laughs> so that's that's our uh, that's our recap of the NFL draft weekend. Next segment, Dim Thrones. Spoiler alert. Yeah, if you have not seen the most recent episode of Game of Thrones, skip ahead to the next segment because there will be spoilers. And because this is not a Game of Thrones podcast, Rachel and I are going to be setting the timer for five minutes and we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna geek out and just go guns blazing on this before we wrap it up with our final segment. Okay. You ready for this? I'm ready. Timer begins. Holy fucking shit. Dude, that episode was fucking insane. God damn. That was I don't even know epic. where to begin. 
Um, did you think that you needed to adjust the brightness on your TV at any point in time because it was so fucking dark? Yeah, I kept turning, I kept being like, I'd pause it and I'd be like, Alexa, turn on bedside lamp because I would need to like adjust. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was watching it with people though because I straight jumped the fuck up when Arya killed the Night King. MVP. Dude, came out of fucking nowhere. Uh, I can't lie. When he started to choke her, I was like, fuck, that was our last hope. And then she just Cause at that fucking point, genius. At that point, like, you know, we had a few main characters die. Yeah. And oh so, my but gosh. Like, we'll but, cover that. But in a like, second. we didn't have a major character. So when that happened and you're like, yo, this episode's almost over, and you yeah. saw that, you're like, Fuck no! Is she gonna be the first main one to go? Yeah. And then little switcheroo, drop, grab, stick. Oh my gosh! Well, and the people that like, because there were a bunch of people that thought that she was gonna die, but and I wish that we had done like the, uh, what was that thing that you were saying that we should do and we never did? Like that oh, little like death pool thing. Yeah, where you who who uh yeah. who lives, who dies. Everyone who stays on the that throne. counted her out, like I if. The only way that I thought she would be dead is if, like, everybody was motherfucking dead. Oh, yeah. She, okay. She so, can change her face. There ain't no way that she's dying. No, not at all. In and her fight scenes, holy shit. That was amazing. So, Macy Williams does, like, 90% of her shit. Oh, she's was, so cool. I was watching the Behind the Thrones thing where they talked about how they did 55 nights of filming yeah. for this shit in, in, in Belfast, uh, Ireland. Yeah. And how it was cold as fuck, like, 9 p.m. to 5 in the morning. And before they started, when they were writing it, uh, she got a call from the director or producer was like, Hey, I need you to call your insurance agency and up your insurance. And I need you to continue training. And she was like, had a cheeseburger in her hand. and was like, uh, okay. <laughs> oh uh, my gosh. That's awesome. So she fucking killed it. So like people, people forget that she is a straight up assassin. Yeah. Like she has her list her list of people that she's going to kill, there, uh, as far as I'm concerned, there's only two more names on yeah. there that are still alive, and that's the Mountain and Cersei. Yeah. And you best believe. Oh, man. I Well, and also, I think it's worth noting, like, how many badass bitches are on Game of Thrones. No and, doubt. like, they're the ones left standing, Brienne, too. Oh, my gosh. Sansa. Sansa's not my favorite, but we'll count her still. So, I was having a having a discussion with uh, Evan here in the office earlier about like, yo, if you look at like the start kids or all just the main characters in general, like all of them have had horrible fucking lives. Yeah, they fucking have. You know, you have Arya who literally ran away. She jumped continents and did all that training and she's had to defend for herself as a little girl and just became a badass on her own. You have Sansa, who was stripped away from her family, was tortured, oh, sexually God. abused, yeah, her, held prisoner, all of that. Same thing, same thing with, with Bran. Bran was a fucking cripple the the whole series yeah. and was away by himself for the longest time. And oh my gosh. And what's the younger one's name? Oh, Rickon. R.I.P. Yeah. So sad. Rickon and Rob Stark had it the best out of everyone. They got to fucking die. And, <laughs> oh, then, and then fucking John, John has, he's never wanted to be in the positions that he's been put in. For and, sure. You know, so he's. That's, that's how it goes, though. True leaders never want to be the leaders. That's true. You know? And same thing with Khaleesi. Like, sexually abused, disowned, exiled, tortured, 
held cat. Everyone's like, trying to kill shit. her. Yeah. It's it's crazy. So all of like when you stack it up and, and you play the game, who's had the hardest life? You're like, fuck, these Oof. are all pretty bad. But uh, I, I do got to give a shout out to uh, Theon. Yeah. Because he he definitely went out guns a blazing. I think that came full circle. Yeah. At the at the end of it all, because all the characters that I mentioned have had very hard lives, and I know that part of Theon's uh, you know storyline was self inflicted. You know he did sure. he did fuck up, but at the same time, he was he was held prisoner. I mean, he had a shitty life from the whole um, you know the the Roberts Rebellion where where Ned Stark took Theon from House Greyjoy to be his steward, pretty much. Like, yeah. he was stripped away from his family. When he tried to go back, they disowned him. Mm-hmm. They they wouldn't accept him. Um, he was held prisoner. He was got his fucking dick cut off. He was tortured, sexually <laughs> abused. That all falls <laughs> into that category. That. Yeah. Right? And, um, and sorry, ju- keep going. And he's just got his ass kicked over and over. And still, he... He was a, he's a just fire ass archer yeah, at the end he, of it. Like, yeah. I mean, he honestly owed it to Bran after what the fuck happened. Yeah. I mean, he's, I think he's redeemed himself on several has. levels now. And now it's just like, well, he, like the ultimate he's price. redeemed it. Well, he like, he'll redeem himself. Then he'll fuck up again. But I feel like at the end he redeemed himself. Yeah. What about house, uh, Mormont, uh, RIP. Those yeah. are two of my favorite characters jorah and what's her name uh just uh, uh i just call her little lady is it like leanna or i think it like is that? dude she fucking killed that giant i cried watching that but she went out guns a blazing as well yeah. i mean even jorah too he was like falling down still hey defending her to his motherfucking death everybody what an incredible episode i've got chills I, me just too. talking about everyone it. who died <laughs> served their purpose they really did think about it um Think about it. So, God, Bar- uh, uh, Barrick with the flaming sword of the Brotherhood, oh, who has yeah. died like nine times and brought back, he sacrificed himself for Arya. Mm-hmm. And then you had, then you had um, Ed uh, from the Night's Watch yeah. sacrificed himself for Sam, for Sam, like save Sam's ass. ass. Sam. And then, and then you had, you know, you had Jorah for Khaleesi. You had Theon for. Uh, for Bran, yeah, and little Lady Mormont for you know for oh her people. Oh my god! When that giant like knocked her ass out of the way, she still kept going. Yeah. Oh my gosh! It was cool during the behind the scenes thing, which is great because I love listening to, to everybody talk in their normal right? voice. Yeah, and she she's just like a little giddy girl. She was like, you know, I really wanted to be either on the Iron Throne at the end or or just die by going out like a badass. And when they told me that I was going to be stabbing a giant, a, a White Walker giant through the eye, then I was like, okay, that's cool. That is cool. So it was dope. Well, we have reached our limit by have 60 we? seconds. Oh, so, gosh. okay, we got it out of our that's system. That's enough. Yeah, we'll talk more after we're done recording. <laughs> Again. Good fucking episode. If you yeah. are, If you don't watch the Game of Thrones, you need to start. Right, motherfucking now, just so you can see the end. This it's crazy. is oh, here's a crazy stat for you. So, seventeen point eight million people tuned in Sunday night to watch to watch Game of Thrones. Okay, Damn. and then the number of people who have now like watched the fir- the first episode live or streamed it or watched it late is a is a crazy number that has only been beaten in 2019 by the Super Bowl. 
the AFC Championship game and the NFC Championship wow. game. So right now, the only thing that's beating Game of Thrones in viewership is the cocksucking NFL. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, oh man! All right, next segment: How to kill a sickness. <laughs> you can't kill this sickness over Ooh. here. <laughs> Yo, you're so sick. <laughs> Yo, you're sick. You're sick AF. <laughs> so we're going to talk about just ways to kill a sickness. And uh, again, I mentioned before that my flight was originally supposed to go out Wednesday, but I kicked it back to Friday because I was like, fuck. And I, I had this realization on Saturday. So Saturday, I felt a sickness coming on, which was the worst because you're like, you know. You were coming down with the sickness? <laughs> coming down with the sickness. <laughs> Wish they were playing Bill Street. I'm surprised they're not <laughs> after the lineup. <laughs> so it was one of those things where I wasn't able to gauge how bad it was. And that's one of the worst feelings where you're like, I know I have to get worse before I can get better. So this is how we stay ahead of it. And so Rachel and I talked about, you know, we should just spread some knowledge of ways that we can kill the sickness before it starts. And I got to say that I've been very fortunate these last couple times when I have gotten sick that it has started on either like a Thursday or Friday and I've been able to recover during the weekend and not have that to burn any sick days. But part of it is because I recognized it earlier on and then I was like, okay, let's, let's start hammering this shit out. So. Yeah, I, when I was younger, I used to get sick uh, a lot whenever the seasons change and I like had to have my like ad noise True. taken out because of it. But I feel like this happens to me a lot where I like feel like I'm about to get sick and then I just like nip it in the, is it nip it in the bud or nip it in the butt? But is maybe it? I think it's nip it in the bud, but <laughs> I realize that I don't know. I get sayings like that wrong all the time, but if since I'm being recorded, I should probably <laughs> say it correctly. If you say, it's probably nip it in the butt. What if you said nib it in the butt and you're it's like nibbling the butt, like you know, like eating ass, like 2019, how all the kids are doing that these days? Is that what the kids are doing? I don't know. I'm not one of the kids. <laughs> if we have any kids listening right now, <laughs> uh, eight, Paul, uh, 18, 18 and up that kids, extreme. <laughs> God, kids. being a kid these. This day and age, fuck that. Um, anyway, to make myself clear, eating ass is not a way to kill the sickness before oh, it starts. That's a way to get sicker. Yes. So, uh, but anyways, yeah. what I was saying is, I feel like I've got a lot of experience in the, this department of like trying to not get sick when you start to feel sick. Definitely. So, if you don't do something immediately, you're fucked. You're fucked, and then you're gonna end up burning burning days and like. And I'd say this mostly uh, would apply to like cold type stuff sure. right yeah if you get the flu or if you get i don't know if anything that anything that has to Fucking do strep yeah it no, strep's the worst we ain't thing talking ever. about viruses or anything like there that you go, yeah. viruses yeah we're, or bugs or whatever we're talking about like colds you know flu any fever headaches sinuses anything like that and how you can kill it because Shit, you know, my best friends are getting married this weekend. And you got shit to do. I'm not finna go up there sick as fuck, you know? I'm not gonna do that. Like, so You're gonna be sick as fuck. Oh, yeah. But you're not gonna be sick as fuck. <laughs> Especially when I give that speech Friday night. It's gonna be <laughs> sick as fuck. They're gonna be like, why are you crying? And you're like, oh, it's just my allergies. <laughs> Should I like... Should I like wear like a like some vans and like a and like a monster flat bill and be like, Definitely yo, not. this speech is gonna be sick as fuck no. if you can. Yeah. I yo, officially does she look sick as fuck right now. 
I can think of uh, vans are cool, but not your monster hat. Okay, like an affliction <laughs> shirt. Like, yo, he's sick as fuck right now. All right, oh my what is the most important thing to do when you feel the sickness coming on? Get enough sleep. Sleep. Sleep is the key word, y'all. They don't call me Sleepy G for no fucking reason. And, like, not even, like, and I mean, like, go to bed early. Because even if you're getting, like, a full, because I know not everybody needs eight hours. But if you, like, because some people will go to bed at 12, which is what we do. And sure. then get, like, a full seven. Yeah. But, like, I mean, like, you got to go to bed early. Because that kind of, I don't know, it's a real thing. Like, the, uh, what do you call it? Circadian rhythm and, then like, staying up later. Going to bed earlier. It uh, well, remember when I uh, had that shift from like two thirty to eleven? Oh yeah, yeah, that yeah. Fucked with me. Like I just even though your internal getting enough and, sleep, yeah. like sleeping later in the day, like it. Yes, you need to get a lot of sleep, but I think you need to get like sleep when it's nighttime. Good sleep. Yeah. So what Rachel's saying is, if you if you're one of those people that you know get seven hours by going to bed from midnight to seven or even midnight to six, you can get by with six hours no 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 you got to go to bed you got to be in bed by 7 7 30 lights out at eight this yeah. doesn't mean watching tv you know listening to music you have to completely disconnect from everything no lights no sound no phone yeah. well and even like watching tv before you go to sleep that like blue light can fuck with how you sleep absolutely too. so you need you need to sleep and that's that's the most important thing so when once your you body feel it coming recovers. on yeah and your body doesn't recover when you just rest, when you're propped up on the couch, you know, watching, watching Game, Game of Thrones. Of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> you got to sleep. And so so the most important thing that I did on Saturday was once I got back from, from teaching boxing, I said, all right, I'm canceling all my plans for later. And I What I, plans? Oh, I'm <laughs> such a loser. <laughs> he was like, Rachel, I can't do that thing. And I was like, I was already not showing up, bro. <laughs> True story. <laughs> and so so I went to sleep, and I got, like, 14 hours of sleep, essentially. Like, I went to bed early. Your body was tired. Yeah, and, and I got That's up. That's when you know. And, and here's the thing about sleep. When you sleep that long without waking up. Every time you sleep when you're sick, whether you get three hours, six hours, or fucking 14 hours, you are going to wake up feeling exponentially better than you did before you went to sleep because that is how your body fucking recovers. You have to sleep. Same thing Sunday. Once once I got back from boxing, I laid in bed all day. I napped throughout the day, and I got some good sleep. Last night, I got home, 8 to midnight, I went to sleep. Couldn't fall back asleep till about 4 in the morning. Oh, shit. But then 4 in the morning till about 7.30, so I essentially got 7.5 hours here and there. Yeah. And so sleeping is very important. You gotta sleep. So that means if you have anything going on in the afternoon, if um, if you have uh, if if you have more successful dating life than Rachel and myself, you gotta cancel those dates okay, after work. Speak for yourself, okay? More than me, you gotta David from Hinge is messaging me <laughs> right as we speak. Let me message him back. <laughs> Let me say, Yo, David, what that mouth do? Let's see what he says. <laughs> Uh, you don't want to know what my mouth does because you'll get germs <laughs> right now. It sneezes and coughs. So, so yeah, um, I don't know where I was going with that. But, yeah, you got to cancel everything. So I canceled any trainings that I had. I canceled all that shit because I, I know that it's just going to prolong shit. Along with sleep, what's another one of Rachel's uh, 
essential ways to kill a sickness. Essential oils. Ain't that the Y'all fucking truth? Y'all know I'm truth. an oil girl. Well, and I, um, I will say, I oils can't. Well, in some cases, I feel like they can, but they're they need to be combined with like medicine. Like sure. if you're already sick, like you forget the oils, you need like better stuff. But as far as like prevention, I really think essential oils can help. I gave Stevie, so I use doTERRA, but Young Living is just as good because those are the two that you can like ingest. But um, I uh, gave Stevie some breathe earlier and he's been feeling much better. You sound better. When Rachel gave me the breathe, I didn't sneeze, sniffle, or blow my nose for two hours after that. And then by the time she got over here, I I doubled up on it. <laughs> and here I am. So, yeah, essential oils are great. But it can also, like, you can, so you can use the essential oils, like, breathe for, like, um, with the, what would you call it, symptoms of, like, you're about to get sick. Sure. But also it could help with like more restful sleep. You could put like deep blue with which is kind of like Bengay in the bath for like sore muscles and there stuff you go. like that. I felt sore as fuck on Saturday. Like I felt really shitty and I, I don't really know what I had, but I felt sore. I had a headache, congested, all That's of that. Worse. So it was like but definitely I had my diffuser going with some shit. I put the peppermint <laughs> stuff on my fucking head and, and all of that. Vicks vapor vapor rub, so even the mood oils, like uplifting mood. Damn, I should have had some know of that. Did you know? Oh, I used the depressing uh, anxiety oil instead. Fuck, it must have been labeled wrong. Wait, are you making a joke? Yeah, it was a horrible it's joke. It's so funny. Swing and a miss. Um, so the like, okay, if you're gonna use like like deep blue, for instance, that one's like for pain or sore muscles. So you would put it like. Where does it hurt? That's where you would put it. But, like, for the mood oils, you're supposed to put them on the bottom of your feet. Or you could put them, like, close to your face because the sense of smell is, like, how it helps as well. I've done cocaine before. I know how the nose works. But you put them on the bottom of your feet because that's where your uh, pores are the biggest. So it hits the bloodstream faster. My feet have also done cocaine before. You don't need to explain how it works. Your (laughs) feet like to party. (laughs) Walking to the bathroom at a party, like, why is that guy his feet up on the counter? <laughs> Just kidding, mom. <laughs> <coughs> Coke jokes, I love them. Every yes. time you say it on the podcast, I <laughs> love it. <laughs> um, speaking of other other drugs, uh, well, this isn't really a drug, but I guess it. What I ingest it. Um, drank fluids. All you, the fluids. You gotta fucking drink. Hydrate. Hydrate. Gatorades, water, orange juice. Pedialyte. Pedialyte. I mean, you got, and you got to drink. Like, I told Rachel this. I said, I said on a, on Sunday, I probably drank close to a gallon of orange juice and a gallon of water. And I accepted that when I went to bed, that I may, with the, the medicine and the oils and everything, was going to put me in such a deep sleep that I accepted the fact that I may wake up in a, sea of my own urine <laughs> and i was i was fine Do with you ever that ever have a dream that you're like going to the bathroom and yeah then and, you then wake I, up and, and then you i wake up and i'm like yourself? yo i gotta i do that all the time for sure for sure so yeah you, you just you gotta drink and you gotta force yourself to drink and and here's the thing you gotta pee too you gotta drink so much that you can hear it sloshing in your belly oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> rolling over switching sides on the bed you just hear like, like <laughs> 
But definitely, definitely, uh, like Rachel said, Pedialyte, Gatorade, water, orange juice. Get so much Pedialyte that the cashier's like, I hope your baby's okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's for real happened to me before. Damn. I'm like, yeah, my baby's hung over as fuck right now. <laughs> your baby knows how to party. <laughs> my baby in your feet. Can you just imagine <laughs> opening a bathroom door at a party and just seeing like me in there, like shoeless with a baby, just getting Don't down. Don't look at me. <laughs> get down on some Pedialyte and blow. <laughs> one day, uh. one day. Uh, and to go to go along with that, uh, other supplements with vitamin C, like emergency. Yeah, those things really fucking work. Airborne emergency. Yeah. Take it. Now's the time to stock up. You remember, we're preventing. We're yeah. at the we're at the hey, early stage. Even if you don't feel any symptoms, maybe just like do one for your health. You know, do it, do it. You got you got to do it. It's it's like it's like you know you know the the army of the dead is going to get in. <laughs> so you might as well take as many precautions as possible. Yeah. And uh, that's all I'll say because I don't allergies want people are coming. Skip. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what's another one that you like to do? Um, well, this next one's yours. Sorry, oh. I should have just read it. <laughs> oh, sure. Well, do you want to read it? Um, no. You okay. <laughs> so <laughs> things that I've found that, that help are, uh, I see what you added to that. <laughs> Garlic, ginger. So you could go to a place like Juice Bar and they have this, they have this shot called Dragon's Breath, which is like jalapeno juice minced garlic ginger lemon cayenne pepper all of that shit let me tell you you ain't gonna be want to be around people after you take it <laughs> ain't nobody gonna want to be around yo with your stanky breath <laughs> but that has done wonders for me i will say because whenever you like feel like shit the last thing you want to do is eat healthy so a good way to do that is like go see juice girl at your local uh juicery oh yeah our favorite is the the juice or wait the, the arcade Urban Juicer in the arcade because there's a really beautiful lady that Stevie always tells me to get her number for him because uh, well, that, she's that beautiful. That well, that day I, I didn't. I, I it was like I was gonna get my hair cut earlier that day, but it got rescheduled, and so I wasn't trying to. She wasn't there. Yeah, well, I'm talking about the first time oh. when when I was like, "Damn, what's up with Juice Girl?" And you're like, "What's up with Rat Boy?" <laughs> I thought you said rat? rat at first. There's some good-looking employees at the arcade uh, Urban Juicer. Yeah. There, she's, wait. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. I think you should do it. She's super cute. And she let me use your uh Oh, yeah, your my rewards. rewards. I have a rewards now. Okay, that, that's uh, fine. Cashier boy, who's married, sadly, <laughs> uh, with the curly hair. I told you about him. We'd have the most beautiful curly-headed babies, but uh, he signed me up for the rewards. Oh, nice. I was like, I guess I am in here a lot. Yeah. Wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> and then I saw his ring. Oh, no. Then he told me his wife's name was Rachel. Oh. I was like, I bet she's a bitch. Because <laughs> <laughs> all Rachels are huge bitches. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, well, my gosh. Anyways, I'm, enough about Juice Girl. I'm definitely not going to see Juice Girl sick as fuck. Right? I gotta Juice Girl, I'm picturing like a couple of years from now at you and Juice Girl's wedding and us telling this story. Be like, yeah, we, we used to call you Juice Girl. We didn't know that your name was. You're like, actually, what's your name? Diane or something. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Diane. 
but I think that, uh, you know, what I'm getting at is, uh, aside from my huge crush on Juice Girl, I wonder if she listens. I wonder if she knows about she this. Has Does she no know idea. about me? <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Anyways, you got it. You got to eat healthy. And I know eating's really tough to do when you're sick. So ingesting everything via juice or smoothie is very helpful. And it's a great way to, to do it. To get a lot of servings with like not a lot of eating yeah for sure because it's hard to be like stevie and eat a box of raw spinach <laughs> i'll never forget that fucking worst <laughs> i'll tell you there's there's one one of the I don't, smoothie is smoothie a food i Would, mean yeah okay i'll mean? call there's certain things like milkshakes and smoothies that i feel like if it was just if there was a never-ending cup I would not stop until I fucking died. <laughs> like I can't stop. Like I give me the largest quadruple venti gallon route forty four size thing, and I will run through it. Do you watch uh, Parks and Rec? I've seen Parks some. And Rec. Yeah. You know the like child size um, paunch burger. Yes. Cup. You need one of those. Child's. Yeah. <laughs> it's huge. Child size. <laughs> Big old bubba keg full of. Full of smoothie. But yeah, uh, go see Juice Girl. Uh, tell her Steve sent you. And get you get you some uh, some some nasty good stuff to make you better. What else? Um, steam it out in the shower. Sweat it out. Yeah. Some, Rachel and I said that sometimes if you have a fever, the best way to kill it is you just got to sweat it out. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why exactly, but I feel like sometimes letting your fever break is better than taking something that will suppress your fever. I agree. Those things make me feel kind of crazy too. What acetaminophen? Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's weird. It's weird. Especially like, you know, I, I, I ain't gonna lie. I take that shit all the fucking time for boxing related injuries and, uh, possible future brain damage and all of that. <laughs> uh, I have a lot of headaches now. You're not getting any smarter. That's not nah, sure. right. So, um, so, you know, one of the things that I like to do is steam, like put that shower on fucking hot and get up in there and sit down Indian style or like hands uh, in my crisscross knees. Crisscross applesauce. Oh, is that it? Racist asshole. Oh, shit. That's right. <laughs> can I call I'm it, sorry. That was a huge Can I call it Na Native American style? <laughs> no. <laughs> Crisscross applesauce. <laughs> so weird. Or actually how I sit is like. I sit like this. Like the fetal, fetal position. Fetal position but like, uh, yeah. <laughs> and I just steam for a hot minute and then I hawk everything up. Cool. And then I get, yeah. Just, <laughs> I want y'all to know that. That's not the weirdest thing that goes on in my shower or the nastiest thing. Anyways, then I get into the bed. Tell and, us more. And I, <laughs> next week on The Answer's Obvious. <laughs> Steve shower Things routine. Things to do in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That would actually be a fun segment. <laughs> But sweating it out, that's a good thing to do. And guess what? You can kill, I'm sorry, you could feed two birds with one scone <laughs> by sleeping and sweating it out at the same damn time. <laughs> at the same damn time. And then, of course, if all else fails to kill the sickness before it starts, you can do what Rachel does on a daily basis. This last one? Yeah. Give in and die? <laughs> 
You didn't. Uh, when, sorry, I fucked that. Uh, when she's sick of me, me if, when she's sick of me, she just. All right, I just I'm give just in and I die. die. Well, hey, if you like need a couple of, sometimes you just. I don't. I don't take a lot of sick days now that I'm on the marketing team. But before, when I was on. CET, if I was like even the slightest sick, I was like, oh, I can't come in. <laughs> Sometimes you just need a couple of days to yourself. You do. Let it take you over. And especially, like I said, when you don't know how bad it's going to be, it gets worse before it gets better. Sometimes you ju do just need to have that mentality of give in and die for a couple <laughs> of days and see where it takes you and yeah. then reassess. And then it's like, okay, I've done it. Now do I need to see a doctor or can I go see Juice Girl? You should never just do nothing, though. It's always so crazy when, like, people will feel sick and not do anything about it. Yeah, don't come to work. Go the fuck home. Don't get me sick. Yeah. Don't get anybody sick, you know, like... We got this giant ass thing say, of Germex sitting here. I will say, I do hate when you have like allergies and people are like, "Don't get me sick." And I'm like, "This is my own deal, bitch." But I hope you do get sick. Yeah, I'm just gonna spread pollen all over your fucking. Car um, now. there was one time that we were playing kickball and like everything bloomed at once because I'm actually allergic to grass. I know that sounds crazy. Damn. But um, not the good kind. Oh. Wink, wink. But um, better not. So everything bloomed at once, and my eyes like were so swollen and pink, and everyone thought I had pink eye, and I had to go to the doctor to prove that it was just fucking allergies. See here, you assholes. <laughs> but I'm Sherry at Embassy Dental was like, don't get me sick. I was like, I'm rubbing my eye all over your chair, <laughs> Sherry. <laughs> oh, great. <sighs> So we hope that everybody <laughs> stays healthy and takes our advice because here I, I didn't call out yesterday. I came in today and I feel every day I wake up, I feel much better. And I know that by the time I it's get to one Philly, day at a time, it is, it is. And I'm, and like I said, I canceled all my shit from, from last night. I canceled everything tonight other than this, because Rachel and I, we care about the people. We love y'all. <laughs> we need y'all. It's true. So, yeah. Shall we wrap things up? Yeah. Final segment. Weekend rundown. I think we already touched into it. Yeah. Touched touched into it. Touched on it. We touched on it, and we, we touched into it. We touched all over it. touch <laughs> all over it again. We're gonna I'm going to Bill Street Music Fest. Hell, yeah. Leaving on Thursday, taking a little sassafras to your grandparents. Sick. Um, I don't know how many people I'll be able to see, you know, because it is a work trip. True. But I am a senior marketing associate, so I might be like, here, plebs, y'all do this job, and I'm going to go watch Cardi B. Damn straight. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> I've been holding back that cough, too. God, I love her. Oh, my gosh. Me, too. I fucking love Cardi. What do you think about her, like, uh, admitting to drugging those people, though? Did you see that? I honestly didn't do <laughs> enough, like, uh, research on it to comment, and now I'm bringing it up, so. I mean, people do bad things. People do unacceptable things. And I know some things are bad, and some people are pieces of shit. But, I, like I mentioned on our unpopular opinions, like, I'm not going to boycott Cardi B because she did she did something bad. People do bad things oh all gosh. the time. Oh, my gosh. Also, glad you brought that back up, or I guess me. But uh, apparently there's a newer Michael Jackson uh, documentary. Is that why you brought that up? 
I brought it up because of the Michael Jackson one and the R. Kelly one, both by so, which but I, I have not the, seen. The I haven't R. seen the R. Kelly one, but the there's a uh, Michael Jackson one on HBO that's like apparently has some really damning stuff on it. Sure, I'm sure it does. I'm sure it does, and and it sucks. And see, I, it makes me feel differently. I don't condone. I know you. Yeah, I don't condone that shit. But people do bad things all the fucking time, and yeah, but those people should be held accountable for. They it. should. They should in the in the judicial system and, and all of that. Hey, justice isn't always fucking, uh, wait. Just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not everyone, I don't know. I feel like our justice system is fucked. There are people in jail fucked. that shouldn't and people that should be in jail. But if that's the only way that someone can, uh, I don't know, get theirs, then yeah, I'm happy to take money out of your pocket. For sure. And obviously, like, you know, Cardi B's Cardi I'll B's doing a thing. I'll read that article about Cardi B after Hangout. Sure. <laughs> Do it. But yeah. Uh, what about you? Oh, well, I guess we already Wedding. Uh, are you going to try and do anything fun, like Philly specific so while you're up there? I, I was Wednesday, excuse me, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. So after I changed my flight, first person I called was Oren because Oren was getting in early, early Friday. And since I was already going to be there, we were going to link up and, and like, go make do. Out. Sure. You weirdo. Don't make things weird. <laughs> I don't know if, if Oren, you know, it is the city of brotherly love. <laughs> <laughs> there we Hands go. Hands off. There we go. It's a good, uh, good way to reflect and <laughs> redirect all that. Brotherly love, yeah. Um, we're going to go do some shit in the city, but I called him and said, hey, man, I pushed my flight back. I'm now getting in, like, several hours after you now so i don't know if we'll have time but um you know i've i've only i've been to philly a couple times and seen some seen some stuff i didn't do any like the, the touristy stuff because uh, i'm chilling with my cousins and got to see like the real philly like you know dope ass restaurants and nightlife and shit and i just turned 21 so it was cool but i know that this weekend is going to be a blast i hope to get at least uh one pick by the Rocky statue in uh in my tracksuit. Nice. So that will be coming along with me. Maybe and that'll be your first post. Who knows? Not not me. <laughs> me either. One day. Oh, by the way, because we're coming to the end, you're gonna love how Mickey closed out the last episode. <laughs> oh shit. You should probably just skip to the end for like weekend recap and then go back and, okay. and listen to everything. Sorry, I haven't listened to the whole thing, Mickey. It's all good. You'll get to it. And just a reminder for everyone, please follow us on Spotify. Subscribe on the Answers Obvious uh, Apple Podcasts. Uh, follow us on social media, all of that. Follow Rachel at RachFaceYo. Me, Stevie G, Stevie G on Instagram, on Twitter at TweetyG, TweetyG. But yeah, y'all, please tell a friend. Tell a coworker. Tell a neighbor. Tell someone. Tell someone that, uh, you know, now you've talked to in a long time. When people, I see people do this all the time via Instagram story and Facebook posts. Say, what podcast should I listen to? Drop them our link, y'all. You can, you know, hit those little three buttons where it says share. Copy the link and drop that shit in the comments section. You know, spread the do word. It. We're um we're we're coming we're coming up close. You know, we got 15 more episodes before we hit 50, and since we got on Spotify and Google Play, um, the numbers have done significantly well so but we would still like to have more listeners because with more listeners we can build and strengthen the answers obvious community and we can do more shit 
And by more shit, we're talking about like meetups. We're talking about some some merch. <laughs> uh, got some dope shirt ideas, and and uh, and we can we can do I more. I got a shirt idea. It'd be like our faces where the titties are supposed to be. Which oh my gosh, our bitmojis. Oh my god, that's great. I would be the right tit. You'd be the left tit. Like your right or or I'd be my like right. The right. Okay. That's cool. Could could mine be the the uh, in inflamed uh, prayer hands yeah. emoji? <laughs> That's great. I'd wear that shirt. Hell yeah! I think everybody would. Everybody cool at least. <laughs> uh, if you haven't already, <clears throat> five star review greatly appreciated. Write us a review. Tell us tell us what you want to hear more of. At any point in time, you can DM us. Reach out. Tell us what you want to hear us talk about. And we will give you the obvious answer to any questions that you may have. Until next time. Bye.